0: Hi, I have a cup of coffee in front of me and I just finished doing a yoga exercise and checking out another one, find your focus, Uh, it's a standing um, posture type of yoga, where you do the entire practice of standing up, uh, more or less, and a lot of it is just finding the balance between both your feet having that structure down from feet, uh, calves, knees, um, quads, inner thighs, hips, waist, uh, core, chest. When you're breathing, are you letting your lungs expand and take in air, or are you trapping them with your core, and how, how you should balance that up to the top, and then movements throughout. So it's nice. I'm, I'm going to try and do it more often lately. Now that my back injuries are uh, almost gone, uh, it's really interesting, the kind of experiences I'm going through, because um, when I had the injury, I've had it for two years, and it was in a way very traumatic for me physically and mentally, right? My brain was always dealing with it. And I went to this guy, it's uh, more or less fixed, I went to him three times, and now now that it's been like almost, almost six weeks or seven weeks since I went to him the first time, uh, my back feels incredible. But since my back stopped hurting so much, the way I started conducting my life changed a lot. Um, at the beginning, it was easier for me to get out of bed. Uh, that was crazy. Um, but then I realized I've become a bit lazier in the sense that I wanted to sit on my bed uh, as if it's a couch for longer periods of time. Um now that if I sit on it for a long time, my back doesn't hurt me more. Like I used to avoid that and think, oh, my back hurts, I'll walk for 10 minutes. And what a difference uh, walking 10 minutes two times a day would make, for example, just pacing around in my room or in the, in the apartment. But I, I haven't been doing that as much. I've been chilling on the bed, reading or watching something, uh, playing, uh, whatever. But then like I'd nap by accident. And then that's just uh, h- how much consciousness exists in that, right? It's not so conscious, that. So, I'm trying to be more conscious of that and just to stay out of bed a bit more. I slept on the floor today with a weighted blanket and it was incredible. Um, My sleep hasn't been doing so well since uh, the clock moved uh, back an hour or forward an hour. Anyways, um, it means I had an hour less to sleep. Instead of, it went back an hour. No, it went forward an hour, because instead of... I usually wake up at 8, now I'm waking up at 9. And that's that's made a horrible difference in my life, because I wake up and start work, which is horrible, compared to waking up an hour before work and then working. Otherwise, I've been enjoying reading some things, like uh, the George Orwell book, Why I Write. There's so much honesty in, in, in his straight-up talk um, and articles. Um... Which I find really nice. Um, Yeah, let me read out some stuff I wrote in advance. Yeah, I've been, um, in a funny way, the last two months, I've been like, in a way, really high, like, really uh, into life. I think ever since I did, I started the copying. Uh, with the meditation and the, I haven't been like actively thinking I need to maintain a meditative practice. I just meditate when i when I get the chance um and question the self or focus on breath or whatever and um I was avoiding getting high like smoking weed because to me it already felt like what I'm going through is already crazy, you know, my state was changing so often, everything is is in flux and so much is happening. That it was just for me getting high. I was already feeling really high, you know, so getting high wasn't a crazy priority. I've been learning guitar for the the last like eight, nine weeks with Felix, which I think is really cool. Um, I think like he's a really, really, really good guitarist and he's really, really, really good at teaching me guitar as well. So I've been practicing maybe once or twice, 15 minutes uh, in a a week if I get the chance, but I'm usually way too busy. But I'm for sure doing this one hour with him every week. And and it's been like the progress I've I've made is for me visible, like I'm doing patterns I otherwise couldn't, I'm learning from him very quickly. Uh, It reorganizes the brain, like to to, how it thinks about patterns and how it plays around with tension, you know how it goes through a sequence and, and redoes the sequence and how often it would make mistakes or how often, like how I have to think through a pattern before or while I'm doing it as I'm doing it to do it. Um, the, the single parts within the whole, like let's say eight part sequence that are they're at most challenging practicing those uh, singularly or is- isolating them to practice them and then going forward with with the rest. Uh I think it's great. I just a part of me wants to figure out a mechanism how to organize the songs and patterns that I'm learning, so when I sit with them, I sit with them well um, yeah, for me it's it's funny' i i went to I went to Felix's place on Friday. We took uh, small bong hits and then started started practicing and learning and um and it was great. I went into the apartment like with such a good mood. Like hey Felix, it's it's good to be home again. Then I asked him about his life, his consciousness. He mentioned stuff about him not not focusing on the things that he thinks he needs to be focusing on as much. Um, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff, um, and then we practiced guitar and his electric guitars, and it was so nice. And then uh, we went to we walked to a bar. I had my backpack and jacket with me. And on the way to that bar, what I wanted to say, I talked about a lot of things like what's been happening with me the last while and, and this happened with that person or that happened with that person. Um or how I'm thinking about something in general at the moment. Or like it's easy it's easy to talk to Felix. He's like very philosophical but structured in, in his thinking and very very down to earth in the sense that not not a lot phases him or shakes him up, you know, it's fine. He's good. So we were walking and then there was this, uh, we were both like stoned. And I'm really hungry. And Felix mentions this bar that we're going to pass right now is really weird. And we pass it and I look at it and I'm like, I can't really tell why it's weird. Um, and then He mentions he thinks it's like a money laundering place or something. So I go back and there's like what, five people in the place all sitting down as if they're actors, really like Russian actors sitting there. And I, uh, I go in the window and watch. I don't make eye contact with anyone. I look at the layout. I look at who's there, uh, the the chairs, the 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 what's on the table. But I didn't make eye contact with anyone because I generally, I didn't care. Like a part of like a part of me still recognizes that there's anxiousness in people observing me, observing them. But at this point, to me, it was such a, an isolated case and and i feel like much braver than than before like I feel like way more trust in, in letting myself go to to the reality of life rather than trying to hide from it because of a certain false idea you know so what I mean is I went and i looked at the scene i scanned it and two or three people looked at me and started like almost standing up like wanting to come to tell me like why are you looking like they all they all like reacted to the fact that i was looking like really intense which in a normal bar no one would do in a normal bar uh they wouldn't give a shit you know they're they're drinking and having fun but this seemed like a money laundering place you know literally like very minimal design just some tables from wood uh, and the lottery machine and and a bar that, that doesn't even look fully stacked you know and we kept going had a good night um but uh, like what one thing about this night, I ended up meeting Felix, Zach, Judy, uh, Angelica, uh, Zach, one of Felix's friends, and some some strangers. Uh, a few girls uh, t- spoke with a, with a, spoke with a gay guy about uh, going into tanning beds. I really liked talking to him. He had like really nice, poppy energy. Uh, but then I said a line, uh, something along the lines of. Um, I said something that could have sounded sexual by accident. I don't remember what it was, uh, but about the topic that we were talking about, and then I meant, oh, oh, just like I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to flirt. I said, and like when I s- said that to him, immediately I felt dynamic change, and he was just like, oh, oh no, but I'm not trying to flirt, and and then he felt like he had to take a step back. But then I recovered that. It's funny, like when you're high a bit and you you start thinking, overthinking the energy that's happening in an interaction and trying to think that it has to be a certain level of energy, right? I don't know how much of that is actually real, but, you know, it feels real and you act on it. Um, he went away, he had a friend visiting from Australia, and then this other girl, uh, Zach, took her seat and she came back and her jacket was on the seat and she was like, oh, but it's mine, but she was like really lovely and fun and and, and bright. And her hair was similar to my hair. We started talking about hair care. And Felix looked at me. <laughs> and I'm sure he thought something like, what the fuck is Khaled, you know, talking about? But we started talking about hair care for like 15 minutes. About when we shower, how often we shower, when we condition, when we blow dry. We condition before we blow dry because then then it's uh, then it gets uh, way too dry. or Some stuff, like she's sharing how she takes care of her hair. And like, to me, it was such an interesting conversation. Um, but uh, yeah, Zach right? There's Ahmed Zak, and then there's Zak. I think so. I'm t- Zak was the tall German dude. I think he was no, he's English. But then Ahmed Zak is the Egyptian Romanian guy, and I really like him. Like he's a very uh, good soft spirit, and he's really good at talking with people. Uh, so for me, it was it was like every line that was said, and I wrote some lines on Evernote, like things that that I wanted to stay with me, uh, things that I thought that if I looked at later. I would be able to catch the rest by looking at these, like these are like gateways into into whatever, right? And I wrote them down, things like, uh, I was having a philosophical conversation with Felix before we really talked with anyone, I was having white wine, really nice white wine from the guy. And uh, at some point we're talking about intelligence and where it's at, and I'm like, it's at everything within a moment, it's at every instance that anything can exist in a moment intelligence is right at that edge and I don't know what the fuck he was saying I was saying the world is chemical he's like bro what the fuck you don't know anything about physics or philosophy physics is everything <laughs> physics is wider than, than chemistry but I'm like substance and it's nature or reality and he's like no but there's other things than chemicals you know there's lights There, there's waves there's there's vibration those things aren't chemical uh, so he made some good points right and then at some point looking at him, I'm like um we're talking about free will, we're talking about control and how to define it and how that's like really hard to define. And he's like and I'm like, God is really complicated, isn't he? And he's like, Yeah, he is. I don't know if we should say he, but whatever. Um, that was nice. I wish I wish I have all of these conversations, you know. To me, it's like some really beautiful lines happen in these situations, and I feel like I hope I can have them all, you know. Um but like when you're drinking a bit and stuff like that in the moment you're in the moment, my intelligence is completely with those words and that this is why I flow off of them really well like if how I have good witty nice quick conversation with people that goes in interesting random directions is because my intelligence is there at that moment but like when I look back at it it's like how much of that is really with me I don't know, I was talking to Ahmed Zak and uh, he said we were talking about south and north and he's like, I like my drinks south, not north. And he said some other thing about something else being south and north. I don't know what that was. We were speaking to some other two random strangers and I... Um, the girl asked us like how to say something in English and I said uh, a version of it that was... like It's two words. One word was right, one word was wrong. And then he said no but it's it's I think it's that. And he said the right word, I'm like, Oh you're right. And I can't for the death of me remember what that word was, you know? And I'm pissed at that. I wanna ask him, but I doubt he remembers too. And when he said like my I prefer my drink south, not north, he's talking about puking, I think, and I'm like, Oh, why is south better than north? Uh, in general. But yeah, anyways, like I feel much more confident, I feel much more uh, ready um, to four things with the guitar, with the uh, writing, it depends, like, I feel like I'm making writing to me way more than it is. Instead of sitting down and be like, I'm going to write for three or five or ten minutes, just sit down and, and put a timer for ten minutes and write. To me it's like, oh, I want to recreate a moment where I have such a crazy passion for writing that I can write for six hours straight and get the whole point down completely uh in one sitting and feel like this this complete connection to the universe which i've had happen to me like once or twice mainly when i was writing about on writing right uh i sat down and i wrote 10 minutes about another chapter of something else and then that or 5 minutes about something else that went straight into finishing f- 50 or 60 pages of writing within within 3 days you know uh which i've never sat down to edit so I wanted the same thing to happen again because that was like such a crazy flow uh, and such a crazy movement. It's, it's crazy what, what that was. Um, but I can't expect that again. I need to sit down and be patient with that stuff again. Like 10, 20, writing for 20 minutes a day is a big deal. If you can manage writing for 20 minutes a day, it's already a crazy thing you've done. Uh, and I'm not even doing that. you know. I should for sure dedicate 20 minutes a day and, and just see what happens in those 20 minutes. Um, I don't know if that's enough. I like when I like when I write. I like it. I like it when it extends to an hour, an hour and a half. You know, that's when I feel like discharged. That's when I feel like oh, I've written about how I'm feeling. I've written about the things that I'm going through. I've written about some thoughts I've been exploring or, or plan to explore, and then oh, now there's space to like write structured thoughts in a certain direction that isn't particularly me. You know, so yeah words and their definitions um, i've i've discharged a lot lately some some things like i've had some tensions uh, with my housemate slavion for a long time and i've been trying to talk to him about it and, and i've been harboring and planting like hate for him and how he thinks but also like he's been harboring uh, i wouldn't say hate but just the conception that there's no understanding between us you know and there were a lot of things that i did wrong actually you know for sure so i sent him he, i i sent something about uh, the scale in the bathroom i wanted to weigh myself because i'm working out a lot and then he mentioned he doesn't want that to happen and then i sent him a message i'm like you yeah, he mentioned oh people the people living here don't know the history They don't know what happened before, we have to go back to square one. And I was like, what the fuck is square one? I sent him a long message. I was like, listen, you're the one who's going to square one with me. I have no reason to listen to your opinion. You want to force me to do things. You're always, even even your idea of democracy, you're forcing on me. Instead of being, living in harmony and balance. And and I told him, like, I've been trying to fix things from my side. It's your problem. Uh, Peace. And then I saw him in the kitchen, and he commented on on what I wrote, and then I commented on his comment, and I listened. And then we, for the next half hour, 40 minutes, we were just shouting at each other, like him calling me crazy, me calling him crazy, me calling him closed-minded, him calling me insane, and what I'm saying is batshit nuts. And he's like, we're wasting our time, I'm wasting my time, we should have a conversation, all of us together, let them hear how crazy you are. And I'm like, no, we have to talk about this now. And for me it made sense like for me, the tension is between me and you. I wanna I wanna clear out this tension and then I can think about you know communicating with everyone else properly. So eventually from shouting and each housemate came, Usman came, Ekta came, they looked at us and I was like, like please let us let us go through this on our own. Ekta came I was like, I'm not comfortable to- talking anymore around you uh, with you here like and then she went and we continued. Um, but then like the shouting went into being constructive the constructiveness went into being understanding the understanding went into talking about isolated situations and hearing how we both felt about them uh, and then there was like more understanding and more love and, and more space and I, I agreed completely actually with everything that he said because all that energy was out and I left myself open to how, how he actually is and, and and the reality of space and it being shared and... It was like a really nice conversation. I'm glad to let all of that hate out, right? I'm glad to let all of that hate dissolve. Uh, because it makes space for so much else. And then that night, I went on a date with Constanza again, after two years of, of texting her uh, back and forth uh, with her more or less ignoring me. But that was interesting. I went without any expectations. I went there because uh, just was like, let's see who this person is and what I can do with my time and experience and I started like we had a nice dinner talked about uh how we view life and she's a she's a therapist right and now becoming a freelancer so so at some point I don't know how we got into the conversation I'm just I'm just starting to tell her about all the girls I talk to on the streets and I'm not trying to hide it you know I was telling her like oh I went and I spoke to this girl and I said this and this is how she reacted and then I had her number and I texted her that And on and on and on and on and on, you know. I told her everything. (laughs) What I think about when I see girls, how I approach them, uh, the mentality. And I didn't want to hide it. I was just like, I was done with hiding it, you know. Uh, A part of me feels like uh, I should be punished or feel ashamed about the fact that this is something I do. Like that people might judge me negatively for it, that I, I open myself up that way. But it's not just like I'm talking only to women. I'm talking to everyone. I'm talking to guys, old people, old women, younger younger boys in the supermarkets. The guy behind me is fifteen seventeen uh, gamer start talking about games while while I'm waiting in line. I talk to fucking everyone. I don't I don't it's not like it's just girls. I talk to any human being that uh, I feel like there could be flow in my direction and I see what that is and I continue, you know. And I think that that cultivates a reality. Like a lot of people go to the gym or go wherever, and they don't look at other people. They don't. They don't notice who's there. You know, some people do. Some people just go there and leave. Uh, they don't notice anything. That that's. Uh, but I notice everyone. Like I look at everyone, hot, not hot, uh, ugly, beautiful, uh, tall, short. Uh, dressed weird, dressed normal. I look at, I look at, I, I look at people, and I can't disregard looking at people. You know, to me, they're, they're they're a thing, and they 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 are the. They constitute life. They they're 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 what they're what make makes life. You know, and how I'm dealing with them and approaching them and my mentality to, to them is is always changing and, hopefully, you know improving for the better. Because the way I, the way the attachment and disattachment that I have with people now is very different. Uh, yesterday, when I was coming back from the gym with Usman, we did chest and abs, it was really nice. My chest still hurts. I had marinated chicken wings waiting to be cooked in the oven. <laughs> yeah. And we had to walk to the bus, and the bus was going to come in a few minutes. I saw a cute girl, went and said hi. She's a bit shyer than normal. I'm, I'm being honest, being open. Like, you have the chance. Like, to me, it's like, when you exchange someone's contacts, you have the opportunity of seeing if you want to see this person again or not. So I'm like, uh, hey, let's let's hang out, you know, um, after a bit of small talk. Um, let's exchange contacts. She's like, oh, and then she she's sitting there. She doesn't want to go. I think she's enjoying the fact that I'm talking to her because I doubt a lot of people talk to her, um, and she she doesn't want to go, but she doesn't want to she doesn't want it to move anywhere either. You know, she's just uh, there, all, almost because she doesn't have anywhere else better to be. You know, and I'm being open and, and genuine and stuff, and she's being slow and and not giving so much space, but also not wanting to leave. So for me, that like that's odd. So then I'm I'm like again like let's exchange contacts. I, I wanna give her I wanna put my, my phone out to take the contacts and she's like oh but maybe we can do Instagram. I look at her, I'm like, Have a good evening. I put my phone in my co- pocket and I just walk away. Um, when I when I looked at her and said have a good evening, I started walking away. She looked at me and her facial structure in a moment very minor changes happened with her eyebrows, her smile, her chest, like her eyebrows went not up, but more up to the side, And her smile widened just a tiny bit and her chest rose a tiny bit. Like for me, that was like, the moment this girl was attracted to me was the moment I completely decided that I'm just gonna leave. And because I was just gonna leave, I was gonna leave. I wasn't gonna be like, oh, now she thinks I'm attractive. it's time to go back and, and and fix things. It was no, it was over, it was done. She was she, she was out, you know so I just turned around and ran away to, to Osman who was waiting for the bus and so we can catch the bus. Uh, and that for me is like a ship a shift in, in how I'm like, you know it's like there's nothing to gain or lose. you're either you're either on my level and you see genuine, genuine authenticity or you don't and it's fine. Another girl I went up to on Sunday. On Sunday, I spoke to a couple. Um, I, I, I went up to... I, I went to do a massage with Teo. And he's massaging me and, and doing doing stuff. And he's asking me about whether or not I'm dating or, or how are my relationships. And he's like... Um, uh, he's telling me how he never had any problems <laughs> growing up. How he had a good relationship with his mother that he thinks... Uh, other girls see and notice, um, how he knows how to listen or maintain distance or whatever. And then he's still massaging me and he throws a line and he's like, um, there's a lot of things that have to do with, with, uh, with women, how, how you're dressed, how you appear, how they're attracted to you and how you're attracted to yourself, he threw the line. And then he continued talking, and to me it was just this line that was that that's, that stuck, like like uh, the thing that needed to hit the stick on the wall, you know, when it was thrown. Um, how attracted am I to myself in any situation, you know? And it's this that any other entity is going to perceive off of you, you know, your attraction to yourself. Because if you're not attracted to yourself, no one, no one, it's not worth anyone being attracted to you. No one's gonna bother. So I was walking after trying to go to the, to the barbershop, Actually, Barbershop was closed. I went to the library to give a, a, out some books. I think, did I? Yeah, I had had two books that I have to give back. That I that I gave back. Um, then I went to went to cut my hair. They were closed, and then I was walking to grab a kebab. And I see this really cute girl with two other people laughing, the sun's shining specifically on her. And I kept walking, I was like, Oh but kebab. Then I looked back and I was like, What what are you attracted to yourself for? You know, are you attract like what's what's the who's the khalid that you'd be attracted to? I'd be attracted to the Khalid that goes up to her without giving a fucking shit, asks her out and leaves. That's the Khalid I'm attracted to. So I went up to her immediately, hey, you're cute, hi, it's very small talk, she got excited, where are you from? I started speaking Spanish, she's from Colombia, I started speaking Spanish, Um, am from the palestina I'm from Palestine. Uh, do you wanna hang out, or is it not something you're, you're down for? She's like, no, no, number, contact, I'll message you, okay. I, I threw a compliment on, on the group as a whole, being like, hey, I like the vibe here, just you, uh, everyone else. But it seemed like her friends didn't bother I was there. Uh, they didn't care that I was there, but also did they didn't like somehow that I was there. It's weird, some people in Berlin like to distance themselves a lot from from that randomness. Got her contacts, left, went, went got the kebab, got an iced tea for, for a guy there. And then I ate the kebab with him and his wife and drank an iced tea with him. Took the teal pills nutrition supplements and then went talked to lena talked to marilena or whatever the fuck her name is talked to another uh swedish girl called Hanna, also really really hot uh didn't take her number i wrote my number down at her phone and i i think that was just like uh lame uh and i pointed that out i was like hey if you don't want to talk to me it's fine he's like no no but i have to think about it and i'm like okay yeah but don't think too much uh, mentioned skydiving, bungee jumping. She had a fears, but she got like really red and, and her heart beat quickly and then I, I bounced. Saw Ev Eviania, Uh and then went back home. But then I was reflecting on all of it, you know, like reflecting on, on the things that happen and seeing how through reflection every time you do it again it happens a bit different. Um I messaged Andrea the, the Colombian girl and I was like uh hey it's nice to meet you I'm Khalid. she's like hey nice to meet you I'm Andrea um messaged her again after a few days hey are you keeping up the good vibes because she was like really happy that the sun is coming up and and summer is starting and then she doesn't answer immediately but then I feel like okay let me let me create some context I'm going to the gym I sent her a voice note telling her a bit about how I'm like facing fear and trying to be full self you know and facing fears through facing others. She replies telling me what she does and how she's an artist and, and everything. And then I, um, I'm i chilling at work, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. And then about 3 p.m. Uh, on Monday or Tuesday, I've got the feeling, let me check if it was Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, sorry. <laughs> On Wednesday, uh, I sent her, and I get the feeling like from in me, like the logos, you know, the, <laughs> the feeling that you don't doubt, like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do this now, you know. So what I did was I sent her a voice message because she asked me how my week was. And then I told her that I talked to five or six girls after I saw you. And then this, 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 this happened after I saw you. And then I mentioned how I like talking to people. Just to see how she reacts, you know. If I want to date a girl, I also want to date a girl that's cool with one of the things that I do a lot and I'm really getting good at. You know, I can talk to people. I can talk to them like I've known them all my life, you know. Uh, Yeah, so... She responded actually quite positively somehow. Uh... And I sent her a message being like, hey, she didn't reply for a day, I sent this, wait. Uh, I'm aware it's too much, I sent a smile, then I'm aware it's too much, but only sent that because I felt like being real and thought it'd be awesome if you could handle it. She's like, hey, no worries, I've been traveling, so don't have my phone with me all the time. That's interesting that you talk to so many women. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm pretty selective about the guys I would like to talk to slash hang out with. That was Thursday. And it's Sunday now and I didn't reply. But uh, what I would reply is something along the lines of, "You wouldn't have to do that. It's the guy's job to come and say hi to you. Um, yeah, what's up? How come like you traveling without the phone doesn't make so much sense? Uh, what are you up to? Like where where are you going? You know stuff like that. And maybe I see her in a, in a week or two. But a part of me doesn't want to bother seeing anyone. You know, a part of me just wants to focus on the things that matter to me at the moment. Um, There's this thing with women, and I've mentioned it to Felix when I saw him We played guitar. I was like, to me, it feels like with every woman I speak to, I'm opening up a new narrative. I'm opening up an opportunity for another pattern or pace to follow through with itself, you know. Uh, And then I have to, in my own life, balance different paces between different people to see where those paces go and that in itself is, isn't so right, you know? It's, it's right and it's real, and I attribute it to be like the same coin of my the side of me that's right, but it's also, in a way, it, it helps me figure out the more of the narrative that I am, and then um, it's just it's just sometimes exhausting, honestly, you know? Sometimes it's really nice. sometimes sometimes it's really nice uh like when i went and spoke to all those women on sunday on monday i didn't i didn't know how to focus so much at work because i was so i felt so energized and high from all of these different feminine energies that i felt right so that's just that's just that's just the reality that's just something that's that's uh, that's there um and this is the thing. Like, this is why I've been having problems with work at the moment. I'm not being given work to do. I'm not being given the chance to speak to clients. I'm not being given the chance to do anything really, because everyone thinks uh, everyone thinks that they should limit me before letting me be more open. And to me, that's that's fucked. They gave me a list of clients, 200 clients that I can call and just to practice talking with. And I had some conversations that went really well, and some conversations that went bad but it's cold calling you can't always be so crazy consistently good at every single call that you do you know you just can't you simply can't so i had one of my colleagues uh, ching join the call and uh, he just gave me so much shit so quickly and he's like du kannst du kannst nicht tun als ob du beste freunde mit den leute bist and i'm like what the fuck you know it's my it's how I'm like. I like to speak to people as if I've known them all my life and I do that instantaneously and I don't know other people who can do it as well as I do. and you're telling me to block the biggest part of what makes me me as your feedback while shouting. you know I know he shouts out of love and not hate, but it's not it's not like it's not it's not a conversation that made me feel happy you know it's not something that let my energy feel feel good. Um, And with cold calling, the energy that you go into when you're doing these calls is very important. You have to go in like very bright and and happy and nice. So, yeah, Um, that's that. So I spoke to Scotty about three, four weeks ago, a guy I worked with in FrankSmile, and uh, he's working at another company. He got me an interview with his boss, uh, and now I'm doing other interviews, and eventually if I can get the position where I'm doing 25 to 30 hours uh, a week, I would be much, much, much happier, and that's what I want to push for and, and go for. I want to find a position where I'm doing uh, where I'm doing 30 hours a week maximum, uh, because I can't handle 40, I want to enjoy summer, I want to enjoy myself, and I want to write and working 40 hours a week just fucks that, no matter what, you know? You always, you always have that uh, yeah, killing into you, creeping into you. I don't, I don't mind at all making less money if I'm doing 30 hours a week. I'd be much more productive and much more happier and balanced. That's what I wanna cultivate. So the idea now that I'm existing in is, it's um, the, I think, 3rd of April, uh, my probation ends June, I want to talk my way into, like, the company, in a sense, gave me a lot, gave me a good salary for three, three four months, uh, trained me a lot, uh, gave me German hours, gave me technical schooling, you know, but, uh, like, to me, I start thinking, oh, they've given me so much, now I can't leave, you know, and I can't think like that, um, I spoke. I spoke to my boss, and I mentioned, like, listen, I see my probation ending in two months. I don't know. Do I do I start looking for another job? Do I? It's frustrating. I want to work, and you're not letting me work. You know, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Um, I came into the company ready day one to start making calls. Uh, it's not my fault. It's been four months, uh, and I still haven't been productive. It's not my fault. I wasn't put. I didn't choose to be in this uh, account. I I talked to other managers to be in other accounts. And they put me in this. They put they put me in this account. Um, they offered to give me German German classes. They offered to give me the IT uh, schooling. They they put these things on me, and I accepted. It's not my obligation to feel bad about about that. You know, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. For a second, um, and from that perspective, I'm coming and saying. You know, this, is, this isn't, uh, you shouldn't feel bad about deciding to leave this company to go to another company, but also I wanna play it right. Uh, I wanna, I want them to think I'm gonna stay until the end of my probation, uh, and then just, just leave because uh, then it's one month um, off, and then um, I can go do Vipassana, and then I can start this new job in, in July. You know, and uh, then I wouldn't have any holes and 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 between jobs. And then I can apply for the citizenship without it seeming like I was unemployed for a bit. I just have ch- I just switched jobs. And it's fine. Speaking of which, I had the conversation on Thursday with the guy about uh, about the citizenship. He told me everything I need, and I'm working on getting everything. I have everything I need. There's just one document I need that takes a week or two to get and I'm just waiting to get that now. He also told me he'll send me an email with all the details, but he didn't. But like he was asking me questions, I answered all of them. When he asked me if I have any priors, I was like, no, I haven't ever done anything. But I couldn't help but sound suspicious. (laughs) Like, uh, not that I know of, you know, not that I know of, I haven't done anything, so. Not that I know of. So he's supposed to send me everything within the week uh, per post and then I can send him everything, and, and hopefully within six months I can I can get it. But this is why I'm trying to play it, so that I have this job for another two months, technically even three, and then start the other job, and then work there for three months, and do really well for three months, and then have the citizenship by then, you know, and then like then it's not high risk. This depends on whether or not I get this job, so I have to keep this job no matter what, and I have to make them really believe that I'm here to stay. Uh, and then, like I have, I have a meeting with the CEO. For f- some fucking reason, I booked it three weeks ago. I have this meeting on Wednesday with him, half an hour. Uh, I don't know what to what to tell him or what to talk about. I can mention how you know I've been ready to to do work since day one, and like I know that I have qualities in me that are really good. I'm just not knowing how to show them. You know, if you can give me advice, be happy to hear it. You guys have given me so much, and to me it feels like I need to contribute back in order for that to to work. There's there's a level of patience that uh, since the beginning was made clear that is required for this position. And now I'm at a point where I feel impatient, where I feel like things have to start start moving and going. There's also the fact that my German uh, isn't Fehler frei. I make some mistakes. And that's not something that I can help, you know. Um, I've become better, the, the mistakes have decreased, things, things are improving, but um, it's not like this. I'll never be a mother, mother speaker. I'll be able to speak really well. I'll be able to write really well. I'll be able to go around the points I want to go to. But uh, speaking about servers isn't the most intuitive thing for me. If I was learning how to be philosophical in German, I think I'd kill that before anyone does. Uh, but then again like speaking about servers and tiles and stuff the tiles like pieces. It's a different game It's a different game entirely so Yeah Just a lot of a lot of those things I have to balance I have to push and make it seem like I'm willing to do the work But also manage the fact that I'm planning on leaving within two months, you know without it seeming like I am um, And then manage that and be good with that. And I shouldn't morally, I, at some point, like two, three weeks ago, I was feeling really bad about even considering leaving the job because they're putting so much energy in me and putting so much time. But uh, all of that isn't 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 real, you know? Companies move, things happen, things come and go. I have a fear of being a bad hire. I have a fear of of someone like my manager or the CEO looking and saying, oh, Khaled is a bad hire. To me, that's the worst, you know. To me, that's the worst. So for now, I think what I'll, what I'll do is take advantage of the network that I have in this company. I have arranged some coffee chats with a lot of people. Get just get the chance to know them more and, and practice my German. There's no there's no reason not to get to know everyone in the company as much as possible. Uh, just to chat and see if they have advice. See if they have whatever. Uh, Deepen my connections there, so it seems like I'm planning to stay as well. And um, yeah, because I had the opportunity to move into another department earlier, but I decided no, I'll stay and I'll stay in this one, and practice this one and uh, get better at this one. And if I change the other one, then I change the other one. But like, I spoke to David about it, uh, David Webb, and he mentioned it as well. Like uh, if I change departments that I can only change once, but if I stay, then I can only, then I can change departments later if worst case happens, which is like now. So that was the smarter decision to go go through with, right? Um, and that's the decision i went through so now like worst case scenario i either push that i still want to be in this position talk to other people and see like how it's like if i do change uh, departments and then stay there for two months and then switch and then take vipassana have uh, a few days off and then yeah start start work beginning of july and the other company so that that ends up being a story about having those interviews doing doing their case studies or whatever showing them i can talk well. i i read their their product offering and and like i love learning and development so so for me uh uh, coach hub like is is a really good position you know to get into i really like learning and development like really a lot so for me, talking about it or throwing it, you know, to people would would give me more energy than, than servers or whatever. And I'd be doing it in English. I wouldn't be doing it in German. So I wouldn't be mentally fucked all the damn time, you know. Uh, working full time in German is not the easiest thing. And specifically when you haven't studied, uh, like... I know engineers that work, that are foreigners, but have studied in German and have their their degree in German. They know all the terms they need to know about their degree in that language, you know. For me, it's just a different story. I've never studied in German. I've just been absorbing what everyone else has been telling me. Um, and just sometimes I wake up and I just can't, you know. Uh, other times I wake up and I really can so... But yeah, this this part of me that keeps thinking. Yeah, anyways, I can manage doing this and doing the small things I do every day to train. Uh, and then just speaking openly and honestly about, about most things, but hiding some, some parts, definitely. Like have an open conversation with the CEO and talk about, uh, yeah, me it, talk about how I've been ready to do calls since day one, but I haven't been letting there's parts of me that I need to maximize on that I'm not maximizing on. Uh, But also saying like, I want to, I care, you know, you guys have given me a lot and I feel like I have to pay that back, you know. Uh, And I don't know what kind of um, initiative I can put. I've I've, I've been putting initiative like crazy, but when that initiative means that I need to take more time from other people because I can't do these things on my own, and these people are really busy, I'm always in a bad bad spot. No matter what happens, I'm always in a bad spot. And that sucks dick. And that's not something I can do anything about. And that's not something I can blame myself about. Because I have been taking initiative. Sometimes I have taken initiative maybe a day or two later than I should have. But also I was trying to manage what these people are perceiving of me without me seeming like... uh, like I'm doing completely nothing or or anything like that. I've I've been completely open and honest since the start. So there's nothing to to morally or in myself feel bad about if I decide to leave. That's what's better for me. Uh, my German improved so much the last 6 7 months it's mad. So I'm, I'm I'm grateful for having had the opportunity and it is what it is. It's not like any of these people paid from their pockets, the company's paying companies trying to be as efficient as possible and as good as possible, and it is what it is. I saw this culture, I got two more months of experiencing it a bit better, and I should take initiative on that. Um, organizing like coffee talks and chats with people, and then um, seeing how that goes. Yeah, also like I did make some mistakes, like I went to a dinner with, with a global account director, and they started, and this pissed me off, yeah. I spoke calmly, I didn't say anything, I didn't need to say more, more than at any point. But at one point, the guy started talking about a trip they did to to some other place, um, and how girls are really beautiful in Berlin, uh, and how this co-worker of theirs, Dieter's, I've never met him, uh, is really a go-getter with girls. So then I mentioned like, hey, I don't, th- I don't find the girls in Berlin so, so, so pretty. I like, I like a place like, uh, like I like a place where the kind of woman you see is more consistent, you know, like in uh, Greece or, or somewhere else. I just said that, um, only because these two were already talking about it in front of me. You know, I could have stayed quiet, obviously. Um, so then like last week I have a feedback call with my other colleague and he's like, man, like you have to fucking be careful what you say to the global director who's only met you for the first time. Now he's scared of putting you in front of clients. And I'm sure he's not the only one who's heard that, you know, as feedback. So for me, that's shit. Um, but also like while we were, while we were leaving, there were like two big bowls of rice at this Indian restaurant. And I told the waiter, yeah, can I take them with me too? So for him, like, oh, this guy is weird at the lunch table you know but for me it's like we're we're colleagues i'm not trying to impress you this is food i don't want to waste you know but if i'm with a client i'm never going to take the food back home with me you know and if i did i still don't think there's something wrong with that fundamentally but yeah i just didn't want the rice to go wasted and i ate it that night and it was awesome uh but that's the thing, you know, I do things sometimes that to me seem like the most normal thing to do because I don't want to waste this food. But to him it's like, oh, but this is, a. am getting to know my, my underling and if he's not good at the dinner table, then uh, I'm not going to show him to clients. So in these situations, it's so much better to show less of what you are than try to show more, which is insane. I was happy to have the feedback with Nicholas, but uh, somehow he also, the way he gives feedback is weird, like, he distances himself like crazy, but he is also speaking really close. I don't know. I'm glad to have seen all these faces and sides of these people. Uh, I don't know how I can see more, or if I even want to. Um, I'm really trying to get better at this account. And they're saying, oh, it's like, maybe I'm not playing the right instrument my boss was telling me I was like no I'm not being given the rights uh, I need to, if I need to do this job I need to be doing this job and it's been too long it's been too long I could have I could have acted more patient and, and not keep pushing like I was pushing but uh, yeah Could have made it seem more patient. I can make it seem more patient again. But ideally, I'd leave. And uh... so, what do I tell the other ones? I tell them like we have a project coming up with Siemens, that I, f- I would feel bad if I didn't stay till it completed. You know, we're we're implementing uh, some new servers in, in a different in a, in a location in uh, in Cologne. And uh, I wanna make sure that we get that done, you know, get through this project, see how it finishes, and then, then I'll, I'll, I'm okay with leaving. But otherwise I see that there's not not much for me to gain like being in a place like this, you know. Um, that's something I can do. I think I'll try to be in the office on Tuesday and Wednesday. i'm trying to think about yesterday i spent a good amount of time cleaning up my room Um, putting things in the right places looking at things that i threw away a lot of shit. actually i need to throw it out outside of the house actually yeah i went to the library on saturday spoke to a few girls there too, but I found just following the air of a a pretty girl led me somehow to the books that I needed to finish the book that I'm writing. Uh, uh, Three big books, one about gardens, one about interior design, and one about items that are just interesting. So they're full of illustrations and pictures and photos and descriptions about them. So for me, that's crazy for a book like Vernon, like that's exactly what I need. So I don't know how I can create the space to finish the story. But I'm also okay with giving it time. I feel like I could do it now. And I should be putting some time now. But also feel like um, organically it will grow. And when I get the space to sit down for a month to, to do this, uh, then I just sit down for a month or two months and do this, you know? Because otherwise it doesn't work. Otherwise, it doesn't happen. And if I discuss that with anyone, I don't want to ever do my art based on someone else's opinion of me. Like, I don't want to talk to my boss and be like, hey, can I have a month off unpaid? Because I want to finish my novel. And here, look, th- this is I have 300 pages. This is how they look like. And th- this is how the book is going to be done. I don't want to promise, I don't want to do it for anyone outside of myself, you know. Um, I don't want to speak about it in concrete terms to anyone. I just want to do it myself. That's it. I think I should call Scotty and ask him how he thinks the position is is like. Um, And yeah, Scotty is fun sometimes. One thing I wanted to mention that I didn't. Today's the first time I'm having coffee in like uh, six weeks since I first went and saw Tio. And I've been telling myself since last week, since my sleeping schedule got fucked because of this hour, that I should have coffee. And to me, in my brain, when I say that, to me, it's like I should have a glass, an entire glass, very quickly and finish it. Now I made it and I'm drinking it. I drank half of it even, maybe, maybe 70%. And I feel good. I don't feel like I need to drink more. And I was drinking it slowly at some point. Now it's 3 p.m. What stops me from doing something is sometimes I think that it needs to reach completion as I do it. And what I really need to do sometimes is just sit with it for what it is. Every time. And that's the practice that we need to keep going for all the time, you know. With my writing, with the coffee, with, with training, whatever. Uh, but it's also nice to do things to, to their completion maybe a final note uh, yesterday Ramadan started I'm not fasting um, I ate meat yesterday and today um, I want to see I sent Mama and Nur 200 euros I really 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 love Salma I really, really 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 love Qais Hala is giving birth in 8 weeks uh, C-section Sarah is supposed to give birth in July 20th of July uh sarah's musa's wife and yeah all of that is insane like Hala was sending us voice notes or videos of guys talking and to me like it's so crazy this guy can now talk you know uh a year ago two years ago all he was doing is throwing uh, blah 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 blah, together you know and now he's like saying sentences even if it's uh, they're not completely coherent you know he's really talking well Uh, and just the fact of the impossibility that he wasn't there and now he's here and he's how he is is insane I'm lovely and i'm grateful for it like all i want to do is carry my niece and nephew and just give them a lot of love and let's see how we grow you know we need to be more and more understanding patient and loving and i'm really grateful for the conversation i had with slavion because it reminded me how wise and patient and good he is and we both came to our points well and and I came to a point where I'm like, I understand completely what the fuck you're talking about. And yeah, I think an hour is enough. Definitely didn't expect that. But um, yeah, I guess it's worth it sometimes. There's a lot on the mind. Uh, Balance in the body. Working out really, really helps the mind. uh, Pushing, feeling really like you're, you're at a limit and you're still capable of extending that limit a little bit. Uh, going further with it, that extra weight. That's really, really nice. Um, yeah. I think that's more or less all I wanted to say. Week eighty, I think I'll record the dream that I had last night and upload both. Thanks for listening. If that's you, Khaled, Habibi. I read some of your notes last night from like 2020. Uh... Mention all you think you need to mention to yourself And remember that you can love yourself And there's some things that no matter what happens uh, Are very hard to be taken away And in that there's a lot of strength And beauty And the ability to see and be with life On a level that it really is And then you can be I mentioned the line with Felix Of all the lines that I want to keep About the idea of Reaching ultimate truth means being able to see the control and knowing that nothing would have needed to be changed to begin with. Like all the prophets that say, I could have brought this mountain down, but at no point did I feel the need to. And Felix was like, yeah, but physically that's also impossible. That's still like a mental experience, a mental state. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. That's why I enjoy talking to you. Habibi Khaled, uh, keep going. Absorbing and feeling life as you do. Filtering out things through honesty and love. And working out. Adapting and being loving. Take care, Habibi. Bye-bye.